Hey, Jim Schultz back with you guys for F-Cubed and LiveFCubed.com. And here we are. We are still, we are back on the road to the pros. This is week number three. I guess week number three starts officially for me tomorrow. I tried to do a video for week number two, but it just didn't happen. And so here we are on week number three. So what I want to do, I want to recap a couple of the, you know, things that have happened over the course of the last week or so, and then kind of talk about where we're going moving forward. Like, what do I see in the upcoming weeks? What do I see kind of overall? This is going to be kind of like a big picture theme type of thing, like what we talked about back in week one with like, you know, enjoying the process for the love of the game, for my Kevin Costner fans out there, etc. So today's going to be similar to that. We're going to get into like the training, the nutrition, the cardio specifics a little bit further down the road, but I do have some kind of big picture things I want to cover first. So the first week in the books, we started at a whopping, at a plump, at a juicy 223.8. And so we got all the way down to 218.4 uh, after the first week. I really thought we might get to 17 or 16 that first week, but it was five and a half pounds. It was super easy, but it's not real. It's quite imaginary. It's really just, you know, the water coming out of my system, the glycogen sores getting a little bit of depletion, you know, the cookie dough just not oozing out of my pores. It was really just those kinds of things. And so 218.4, it's like, yeah, it's like whatever. Second week, which is this week, I'm finishing up the second week. We're down to 217. I think we'll probably dip into the 216s tomorrow. And so that would be another couple of pounds out of this week, which would be really good because I'm going to talk about that uh, here in a few minutes. That's kind of the bigger picture thing I wanted to focus on here today. And uh, my food is still really high. I'm not even really tracking my food. I'm tracking my food probably, I don't know, maybe 30 to 35 to 40% of the time. I mean, most days I'm not really tracking. I'm very mindful. I'm very intentional, but I'm not really super concerned about the specific numbers because we have plenty of time for that. All that stuff is coming down the road down the chutes, you know, ahead, uh, a few steps forward in the journey on the pathway forward through the forest. So I'm not super concerned about having to do those things now. I probably won't wait too long to start to dial those things in simply because I really enjoy it. Like it's not that much of a drag. I mean, it's a little bit of a drag right now, which is why I'm not really doing it hundred percent of the time. But when I start getting in a rhythm and I start kind of getting into a groove, I really enjoy tracking and it's honestly not that difficult and it's not that hard. It's a few minutes out of your day. You know, it's a few minutes out of your day. You're probably eating mostly the same foods any, you know, uh, most days anyway. And so you're not really having to figure out like, all right, you know, what is this baked Alaska that I just had last night, you know, for breakfast? Like, what about this, you know, uh, this hollandaise sauce that I just had that just put on my chicken? Like, how do I figure that? Like, that doesn't happen too often. Like, most of the time, it's your chicken, it's your barbecue sauce, it's your oatmeal, peanut butter, and blueberries. Like, it's the same stuff. It's the same stuff every day. So, uh, or at least most days. And so, I'm probably going to start dialing that in here pretty soon. But, yeah, so that's the first couple of weeks, you know, down to 218 the first week, 217 this week. I'll probably get 216 out of uh, out of tomorrow would be my guess. But, you know, day to day. The scale is going to do some crazy things. And so I may not. And even if I don't, it won't really be that big of a deal. And I'll talk a little bit more about that here in uh, the next little bit. But that's the basic idea in terms of the results from the last couple of weeks. And I'm not really tracking my nutrition most of the time. My training is still, I've only trained three days a week the first couple of weeks back from the break that I took at the beginning of January. I'm going to ramp that up to four days a week, probably five days a week pretty soon. You know, in a perfect world, I'd like to train four days a week. Because I'm 42, I'm going to be 43 here in May. And, you know, even though I feel 23 in my mind, even though my spirit is that of a 28-year-old, body's not necessarily the same age, I would say. 
the joints aren't necessarily, you know, the same, uh, enjoying the same birthday as my mind might be and my spirit might be. And so trying to be mindful of those things, it's like, well, maybe take the volume down a little bit. The problem is I really, really, really enjoy training. Like even with the injuries and even with the niggles and the dings and all the whatevers, I just really, really love it. Like I even love having to navigate the niggles. I even love having to navigate the dings and the whatevers and the aches and the pains. I don't mind it. I mean, it's frustrating, of course. I wish, you know, I didn't have any of those things. But I kind of don't care at the end of the day. I'm like, I'll figure it out. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, if all I can do are, you know, glute bridges and kickbacks, like, then that's it. Then we're going to dominate these glute bridges and these kickbacks. Like, that's just the way it's going to be. And so I really enjoy training. So when I think about my training, I'm like, all right. I'm not convinced that four days a week where each day is significantly longer and more overall load because I have a certain amount of volume I want to get in across the week. I'm not so sure that that split with an extra off day, so I'd have three off days essentially, where my off days aren't really off days anymore. I still kind of do some things where I'm keeping the body loose. I'm kind of, you know, doing active recovery, doing like rehab or prehab or postab or you know, uh, intrahab or whatever it might be. I'm just doing things on those off days. I rarely take like an off off day these days. I just don't really enjoy doing that. But if I'm on four days a week and I'm off three days a week, that would obviously be great. But I'm not, I'm not convinced that that's better for me personally than being on five days a week and being off two days a week. But then those five days, the overall volume is less. The overall load on my system is less. Because obviously, you know, if you keep total volume the same, across both splits in terms of like just number of sets, let's say, I mean, you can measure volume a number of different ways, but in terms of just number of sets, number of hard working sets, you know, zero to four RIR, you know, seven to nine, seven to 10 RPE, whichever, you know, end of the spectrum you might be on reps in reserve or rate of perceived exertion. They basically measure the same thing just in, in inverse way, whatever, wherever you might be. It's like, well, if you're having to cram more volume in a fewer days, like those days are going to be more, those days are going to be harder. Those days are going to be longer and all those things. And so, you know, maybe the answer is to take overall volume down. I've thought about that and I'm considering that. And that might be what I end up doing ultimately, but I'm just kind of easing my way in. I'm at three days a week. Now I'll be at four days a week here pretty soon. And then I'll probably settle into five days a week. I would guess in the next three to five weeks would be my, my anticipation. But I'm going to talk more about the specifics around all those things in future uh, Road to the Pros. Right now, I want to focus on this interesting little way that I'm kind of viewing what I have uh, kind of in store for myself and what's coming on down the chutes. So I actually have a little graphic that I'm going to put up on the screen here in a couple of minutes to help us kind of uh, visualize what it is I'm, I'm talking about. When I think about what it's going to require to, to go from where I am now to back on the stage in the type of shape that I think I can get in and, you know, with the type of physique that I would like to be able to present, you know, to the, to the world on that day, you know, the world that has like, you know, eight or 12 people in it. When I think about what it's going to require to get to that point, I think I essentially have six phases or six levels that I need to get through. When I think about just straight body weight. Now, again, there's a lot more to it than just body weight. There's a lot more to it than just the scale weight. But at the end of the day, the scale weight's a big factor. The scale weight tells you a lot. I mean, I think a lot of people are like, oh, you know, you can't trust the scale. It does whatever. Like, you know, your, your weight might be not moving, but you're gaining muscle. Like, you might be making progress. Like, mm -mm. no, that's all bunk. It's all garbage, right? If you're 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds away from where you want to be, if that scale's not going down, you ain't making progress. 
Like you ain't making, you ain't building muscle that quickly. That's replacing, you know, body fat that you should be losing from your system. That's just the reality. Now, if you're brand new and you've never trained before, that is possible. But most people aren't in that stage anymore. And so, you know, if you are really far away from your goal, like I am right now, I need to see the body weight scale, the, you know, the body weight. I need to see the scale or my body weight. Let's go with that. That's not quite as clunky as what we threw out there a second ago. I need to see my body weight or the scale go down over time. I just do. Like, I'm not getting on stage at 220 and say, oh, yeah, I'm in the right condition. Like, no, no, I'm getting on stage at 220 with, you know, Krispy Kreme donuts hanging out of my mouth. Like, that's not good. That's not the look I'm going for. That's not the type of physique I want to present to that, you know, 8 to 12 person world. It's like, no, I'm looking for something a little bit different. And so when I think about, you know, what it's going to require, again, there's a lot of kind of, you know, levels and sub levels and, you know, all these things. But it really is body weight you know, uh, at the end of the day, right? It really is. I know that, uh, you know, going back to some things I talked about back in uh, Road to the Pros episode one, which if you missed it, you should check that out. It's linked down below in the description. 2017, 2019, got in, you know, 168, 167. That was really, that was really good. It was great for me. It was the best I'd ever done by a, by a wide margin. To, to beat that, I'm not going to be able to get away with coming in at the same body weight. I don't think, unless I've gained a lot of muscle the last few years, which is possible, uh, I don't think I've gained a ton of muscle, but maybe I've gained some. Maybe 167 and 168 looks better on me now. I would hope that it does, actually. But it's probably still not going to be enough for me to reach the type of goals I have in my head. And so I just know that at the end of the day, I'm going to have to be lighter than that. I'm going to have to be closer to 160. I mean, I'm only 5'7". I mean, depending on the quiff on that given day, it could be 5'8 and a half. It could be 5'9 if I break out my DeSanctus lifts, right? And so it really depends, but 5'7 to 5'9, we'll just go with that range. It's going to have to be close to 160, right? It's going to have to be, you know, even in the 150s, I think. And so when I think about that and I think about where I am now, I really kind of view what's up in front of me as six different phases and six different levels. And so let's talk about those six levels now and I'll kind of walk you guys through, you know, kind of what I see with each level. Let's start with the first two levels. Okay, so here on this little graphic here, you see we have phase one and we have phase two, phase one or level one, whatever. Phase one is essentially 220 to 210. Now, again, I started at 223.8, which is closer to 224, but just to keep the numbers a bit more feng shui and just kind of using some, some round figures to make it a bit simpler to talk through, 220 to 210. That's going to be, I'm, I'm already like halfway through that level. I'm already like halfway through this phase. I mean, again, if, I, if I'm 216 tomorrow, let's say, then it's like, man, I'm, I'm only a couple weeks away from being pretty close to 210. I mean, I think I'm going to be getting, you know, two pounds a week, probably on average for a little while here. And so it's like, all right, I think I'm looking at three to four weeks to get through this phase, 210 to 211. Now, I don't expect everything to work out this perfectly and to work out this neatly. Like, you know, if at the end of the fourth week, I'm 211.4, it's like, all right, in my mind, I will have checked off phase one. I will, I will essentially be where I'm trying to get because, you know, as much as we try to plan for things and as much as we try to like, you know, kind of nail down the preparation and whatever, the reality is it's never going to be that neat. It's never going to be that perfect. It's never going to fit that, that nicely into whatever you're trying to do. It's, it's messy. It's messy, it's complicated, it's, it's ups and downs, it's zigs and zags. I mean, it's just all these things. And so it's like, all right, it's not going to go this cleanly. There's no question. But to wrap my mind around what I think I'm up against, I'm thinking 220 to 210, three to four weeks, and then 210 to 200, four to five weeks. 
And so if you think about, you know, just take take the average of the two. Let's say I get through, you know, phase one in three weeks. I get through phase two in five weeks. And it's eight weeks total to go from 220 to 200. I think that's absolutely possible. That would be, you know, averaging about two and a half pounds a week. But again, I got five and a half out of the first week. And so that, again, it's not real. It's very imaginary. <laughs> but from a numerical standpoint, it's absolutely, I mean, it's the number that I'm starting with. And so if I just start hitting some doubles these next couple of weeks, like I'm 216 you know, tomorrow, then next week maybe I'm 214, and then maybe I sneak in a triple. And then the next thing you know, it's like, man, we're under 210. And you know, it's not even like you know, we're midway through February or whatever. And so it's like that would be really, really great. These first two phases, by far and away, are going to be the easiest of all the phases that I'm going to have to, that I'm going to, have to work through. Okay, so now we've got phase three and phase four that are brought into the, into the fold, into the mix. 200 to 190 phase three, 190 to 180 phase four. As you see, I have gone ahead and given myself a lot of time. I have allowed for the process to significantly slow down because I know that it's going to slow down. Like I know historically that this is where it gets really hard. This is where I'm kind of in that, that kind of no man's land. I'm kind of in limbo where, you know, the first 20, the first two phases, it's easy. It's fun. You know, you're still eating cookies. You're still eating whatever. You know, food's still relatively high. It's really not that big of a deal. You know, the motivation is high. It's exciting to see the scale down, scale go down so quickly and all those things. You get into phase three and phase four, man, now it starts to feel like work. Like now it's going to really, you're gonna, I'm going to be scratching. I'm going to be clawing to get through phase three and get through phase four. I just know this historically. I know this from 2017. I know this from 2019. Like I just, I know it from what I've been through before. And so this is going to be where ultimately how I end up doing whenever I get on stage, which we'll probably talk more about the timeline, the next video I do, whether it's next week or in, uh, in two weeks, as I said, I'm going to try to do these every week, but it's probably going to be more like every couple of weeks. And so I know that ultimately how I end up doing on competition day or days, I'll probably do multiple shows. It's going to largely be determined in phase three and phase four. How quickly, not even quickly, because it's not a race. I mean, seven weeks to get through 10 pounds for phase three, that's very reasonable. That's very reasonable. Going from 200 to 190, that's less than 1% of my body weight every week. That should be doable. And then again, phase four, I gave myself an extra week. So if you look at phase three and phase four, I'm giving myself essentially double, double the time for phase one and two to drop the same amount of weight. So the first 20, eight weeks, the second 20, 15 weeks, right? And so it's like, all right, I know things are going to slow down. I need to get through these phases efficiently. I need to get through these phases efficiently. I can't lollygag. I can't miss the mark too widely. I can't have too many hiccups. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a human being. I'm going to, you know, make mistakes. I'm going to go off the reservation. I am going to have some hiccups. That's partly what a lot of this time kind of being baked in is uh, is out there for to allow for those things but i just need to not lollygag and get through these two phases i know they're going to be hard it's going to be you just put your head down you just punch the clock and you get to work it's one of those deals where you know you can't go around it you can't go under it you can't avoid it you just got to go through it you just got to go straight through it so that's phase three and phase four and then lastly, we've got phase five and phase six, uh, phase five and phase six. So this is where competition prep will officially begin. Like phase one through four, it's not even competition prep. That's like the diet before the diet before the diet. 
that's just like, all right, let's get the cookie dough out of the out of, out of the veins here, and let's get the Krispy Kreme crumbs, you know, off of my shirt, and then yeah, then maybe we'll think about competing. So we get to phase five, and whenever this is, again, I'll talk about the timeline uh, next time. It's probably going to be in the fall for sure. So phase five and phase six, phase six, you can see I've given myself a tremendous amount of time to get where I'm trying to go. I mean, now you're looking at 22 weeks to go down another 20 pounds, the final 20 pounds. And again, I don't know if 160 will be enough. I think it might be 158 or 157 or maybe 160 is enough. I don't know, but I know it's not 167 and it's probably not 165 or 166. And so phase five and phase six, ironically, I don't think so. So physiologically, hormonally, metabolically, hungerly, <laughs> phase five and phase six are, are going to be the hardest phases of all the six phases. There's no doubt about that. Like, you know, it's a linear relationship in some ways in that it just gets harder and harder and harder the leaner and leaner and leaner you get. However, I actually think that phase five and phase six is going to be similar in ease to phase one and phase two. And the reason why is simply because my motivation is going to be sky high at this point. It is going to be on cloud nine every minute of every single day. And so overall, in total, I'm thinking 45 weeks. Now, again, when we, when we actually bring in the timeline, I didn't want to do that here with this because it would already be super long, you know, the video. And I'm trying to keep, keep these things reasonably tight. I'm thinking 45 weeks from start to finish working through these six phases. So all right, that's kind of what I see that is up in front of me. That's kind of the task at hand. And again, I mean, I'm like halfway through. I'm already almost halfway through phase one. And I feel like we barely got started. Like, I feel like the ink isn't even dry on the confirmation slip that is, hey, I'm getting started. That is like, hey, we're doing this thing, right? And so it's crazy. Like, phase one, boom, it's over. It's done. We're going to be through this thing really quick. Phase two is probably going to be very similar. I mean, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be the middle of March, and I'll be through phase two. Or maybe the very, you know, near the end of March, and I'll be through phase two. I'll be into phase three, and it's not even April yet. So then it's like, all right, April, May, and June, like, you know, April, May, June, and into July, I guess. That's going to be the Chris Moneymaker. That's going to be what is really going to be, you know, the, the time of this whole process that I'm going to have to move efficiently. I know it's going to be difficult, so I'm already kind of readying myself. It's going to be hard because, you know, again, phase one and phase two, I'm excited. I'm motivated. My food is really high. My energy is really high. I'm excited to be doing it again. It's not going to be a problem. Phase five and phase, phase six, it's going to be very similar in terms of my motivation going to be sky high because at that point, I'm getting lean now. Like at that point, I can see changes in my body almost from day to day. And I know this historically. I mean, I know from like 180 to 167, I felt like every pound or two pounds, it's like I see new lines. I see new uh, levels of conditioning. You know, I see, you know, uh, increased hardness in places that were kind of, you know, a little soft, a little flabby, right? A little chubby, a little fluffy, right? Those things start to go away like every one or two pounds. That's very, very, very motivating. For those of you that have done that before, if you've never done that before, then let me tell you, it is very, very, very motivating. So I'm not super worried about phase five and phase, uh, phase six, especially since at that point I probably will bring a coach on. Uh, I don't want to do it yet because my pride is is too, uh, it's too strong. It's too, it's too big. I need to get through part of this on my own, which is, it's not a good thing. It's a bad thing, but it's me. It's who I am. And so I'm just going to own it. I got to get through some of this on my own and then I'll probably bring, bring a coach, bring a coach on to help, um, help bring it home. But Phase five and phase six, phase six, similar to one and two in terms of it being easy and it not being what I'm t- super concerned about. It's three and four. It's three and four that's going to be difficult. It's three and four that I think is going to be, it's going to trip me up. If I lollygag 
and you know, phase three, I start before April and I'm lollygagging and it's still, you know, June or, you know, middle of June and I'm not through phase three yet, that's going to be kind of a problem, right? Especially as I think about the timeline uh, that we'll go through kind of next time. But yeah, efficiency is going to be the key. Phase one and phase two, as long as I just don't get in my own way, as long as I have an ounce of intentionality, I'm going to get through these no problem, right? Even if it does, even if, you know, I said eight weeks, even if it's nine weeks, it doesn't matter, right? I'm going to get through these. I'm going to slice through these things like butter, right? Like soy-free, gluten-free, dairy-free butter. Like we're going right through this thing since that's basically an empty container to begin with. But it's going to be phase, it's going to be phase three and phase four that are going to be the things that trip me up. So anyway, this is kind of what, what, what I see ahead for myself. Now, the last thing I want to say you know, these RTP kind of vlogs or, you know, uh, uh, verbal journal entries or whatever you want to call them. It's, it's just mostly me talking about my stuff, of course. But I do want to find a way and go out of my way and be intentional about tying this into something you might be going through in your own, you know, physical transformation. I mean, my hope is that just me going through and just being very open and raw and authentic with you guys, I hope you guys can take some things from that uh, and kind of apply it to yourself. But I'll tell you this. It's January. It's still the middle of January. A lot of you out there are probably, you know, uh, uh, you're kind of in the middle of, or not in the middle of, but you just got started with your own fitness goals. You just got started with your own physique transformations. You just got started with, you know, your own stuff that you're trying to do from a, from a fitness and physique change standpoint. You are going to basically face the same thing that I just went through, right? It doesn't matter what the overall number is, whether you're looking to lose 20 pounds, 40 pounds, 60 pounds, 35 pounds, it doesn't make a difference. Right. If you think about it in chunks, if we think about it in like categories or phases or levels, the beginning is easy because your motivation is high. Your energy is high. Yes. You don't see any changes. That's the downside. Right. For every gimme, there's a gotcha. The gotcha is you're not really going to look any different. The gimme is you're going to feel amazing. The gimme is the fact that you're doing it. It's like, man, I'm doing it. Like I feel amazing. My energy is high. It's not really that hard. I'm not even hungry. Like I'm just kind of being a little bit intentional about it. Okay. That's really, really good. At the end, when you get to that point, right, when you're five minutes or not five minutes, but five pounds away, 10 pounds away, 20 pounds away, well, not, not 20, I mean, it's 20 for me. When you're close to the finish line, whatever that number is, right, you are now close to the finish line. You now have the light at the end of the tunnel effect, like working very seriously for you to where you can see it and you can see it in your own physique. That is so motivating. I'm telling you right now, if you've never been there and you're like, hey, this is the year, then man, this could be the year for you. And if it is, if you get to that, that spot, that stage, I'm telling you right now, yes, you're going to be tired. Yes, you're going to be hungry. Yes, you're not going to have any energy. Yes, you're going to be dreaming about cookies and peanut butter sandwiches and all those things. You are going to be so motivated and so fired up by how you feel that none of that stuff's going to matter. I mean, it might matter a little bit, but it's not going to matter as much as you think. Right? You're going to be sh- you're gonna be shocked at how motivated you are. You're like, I don't even care. I'm not eating. It's just lettuce and ice cubes for the eighth day in a row. I don't even care. Don't even care right? because I'm so close and I- I've never been this lean before. I'm-, I'm in the best shape of my life, whatever. Right? It's going to be that middle part. It's going to be just that middle part where it's like, man, I don't look any different. I'm not really seeing any changes. I'm tired of this. I'm sick of this. Right? It feels like work. It feels like a chore. I don't want to do it. That's what's going to make all the difference. That is absolutely unequivocally what is going to make all the difference. Right? It's been said before, and I can't remember who said this, uh, but it's, it's absolutely been said before by somebody much smarter than me that it doesn't matter what you do on the days that you want to do it. 
all that matters is what you do on the days that you don't want to do it. Like, where is your training on the days when you don't want to train? It's easy to train when you want to train. It's easy to train when I mean, you're throwing out PRs. Everything feels good. Everything feels light. You got no niggles. You got no aches. You got no nothings. You're just, you're in there. You're training. You're doing it, right? That's easy. It's super easy. It's easy to like, you know, mix in a vegetable here and there when your calories are super high. You just got started. Every day is a relatively high day and you're still making progress. It's like, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll forego the cookie crisp and weave in a little bit of broccoli just to shock the muscle. That's not that hard to do. That's actually pretty easy to do, right? It's much harder to do these same things when you don't want to do them. When now all of a sudden training is becoming a bit redundant, training is becoming a bit mundane. You know, broccoli is now a staple in your menu. So you're like, man, I really don't want to have this again. I just already had it, you know, once or twice, you know, today, right? And so what are you going to do in those situations? Well, I'm telling you, I'm sort of warning you that the middle part of your journey, however long it might be, the whole part is going to feel like that. The whole segment is going to feel like that. And so just be ready for it. You know, preparation and mental preparation can go so far in this thing called, you know, fat loss, in this thing called physique transformation, right? And so just knowing and recognizing that it's coming on down the chutes, I think that can go a long way. And I hope that that really kind of helps you kind of think about what's coming on down the chutes for you in your own physique transformation journey. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about here on uh, RTP week number three, which uh, officially starts tomorrow. I'll probably be back on in a couple of weeks, I think would be a reasonable expectation. And by that point, I might already, I might already be through phase one. And so we can talk about that. And I want to talk about the timeline that I'm looking at in terms of like when I think I'll compete and when I'll actually start, you know, competition prep and all those different things. But we'll do that. We'll do that down the road. But man, I appreciate you guys so much. If you made it all the way through this episode, man, I appreciate you so, so, so much. If you want to like the video, that helps me. If you want to share it with a friend, that helps me. If you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast platform, wherever you might be listening to this or watching this, all these things help me a ton. I really, really appreciate it, and I'll see you guys next time.